Welcome, guys, to the Recovering Reality Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Fredrickson. I'm glad you've joined us on the fastest growing recovery podcast out. Hey, make sure you subscribe on whichever platform you are connecting with us through as we are on multiple platforms. And hey, if you guys are looking for more resources to help you live out the best recovery possible, I'd encourage you to to check out the website at recoveringreality.com. Sign up for the email list. You're going to get access to free content, videos, our blogs, of course, the podcasts and online courses that we have as well to empower you and countless other people to live into the healthiest and most powerful recovery possible. Thanks for joining us, guys. Enjoy the podcast. Hello, friends. Welcome. So I got a question for you. How many of you, if I were to say, I, I have a key, I have a tool that I could give you right now that would help you, almost guarantee you to stay clean and sober and constantly increase in health in every aspect of your life. I have a tool that I can give you right now. Now, understand what's a tool? A tool is a instrument that you use when put in your hands and used correctly, helps you build, fine tune, shape, change, right? So, there is a responsibility, there is an ability to respond, but this tool here is, it's amazing and it's extremely simple and it's often overlooked. So how many of you, if I said, I got that tool right here for you and I wanna give it to you, how many of you would say, well, how many of you would say no, right? Well, good news, I wanna give it to you right now. (laughs) So, okay, now when I was in active addiction, you know, it's really easy to be just sucked into negativity. That's, you know, nothing really profound there. That's obvious. We're constantly in negative environments. We're fueled by just substances that are absolutely destroying our mental faculties, our our spiritual reality, our soul, just destruction, negativity, and darkness. So it's not really anything too profound to say when I'm in active addiction, I'm extremely, it's just really easy to be depressed and negative. Okay, that's usually a just a natural byproduct of things. But how many of us, um, even listening right now, are fully aware that when you want to change, um, God can do some things to, to change our spiritual freedom in a heartbeat. He can come and just change things, bring light, freedom, change our environment, break off um, dark spiritual realities, <laughs> if that's a way to say it, uh, and shift things instantaneously. I've experienced it in multiple different ways. But even when that happens, there's still a responsibility. It's, it's not this magic trick where voila, and everything is perfect and we'll never have a problem again. I know everyone's like, well, duh. But it, it all takes place in the mind. Even when that spiritual freedom comes, there is still a daily responsibility on our end of renewing our mind. What does it look like to now change the way that we think? Because most people, as I've gone over uh, more than once on this lovely podcast, most people, they want to be comfortable and they want to be correct. But how many of us realize that you don't grow when you're always wanting to just be comfortable? 
We don't grow when we just set up camp and refuse to move from our comfort zone. Growth doesn't happen in that place. And always thinking that we're right, that's pretty much surefire way to plateau in our ability to grow um, in experience, tools, so on and so forth, okay? So, but when I, when I made that transfer, that shift from dark to light, okay, from addiction to recovery, a lot of things start to happen. And one of the things that I realized was that just because I take away the drugs and alcohol doesn't just guarantee a magic trick overnight of my mind being renewed and my perspective towards things and my thinking patterns. That now takes work and a daily discipline to bring that shift about, okay? Now, another thing that I had to realize is what not every thought is my own, okay? I had to realize that I am in control of my thoughts, okay? But not every thought that pops in my head is mine, and I'm not in control of every thought that pops in my head. You might be like, well, what, are you, what are you talking about? So I'm, I'm driving down the road, and I see a billboard, right? For instance, there's, like, there's, there's this billboard on the... I live in uh, rural Ohio and um, drive up towards Canton, Akron area, and there's this billboard that's like... 100 feet, not not even that, like 50 feet off to the right, just past a, uh, a train track where there's a intersection that you're crossing through a, um, a, a railroad. And there's this giant sign. I forget exactly what it says, but it says something like, you know, it's like a giant, th- it says like bang or boom with an exclamation point. Underneath it says like something about like, don't stop on the tracks and get hit by a train. And it's like... It might not be the best billboard to distract somebody right is before you're going over a railroad and tell them not to stop on the tracks or you could get in a wreck. That might not be the best advertisement to have right there. My point is we see things all day long. We hear things. People say things to us. We're listening to a, a radio. We're listening to a song, watching a movie. We, we don't have 100% control over everything that comes at us mentally okay but we we have some control over limiting what it you know like you know if i don't want to have mental images of violence going through my mind it might be a good idea to not watch movies where there's a ton of violence real simple you know if i don't want to have my mind being filled with can we just be real men negative thoughts about women sexualizing women well, maybe it's a good idea to stop listening to certain kinds of music like rap. <laughs> maybe it's a good idea to um, do the work you need to do to get free from a pornography addiction. Maybe it's a good idea to stop watching movies where that's filled with that. Okay. We don't always understand that, you know, I've gone over this in, in other podcasts. My mind is my spiritual stomach. Now, I don't get um, to decide everything that's thrown at my mind all day long, but I get to decide what I'm constantly feasting on, right? There's certain things I just need to stop letting in and stop chewing on in my mind so it stops digesting through my words and actions, okay? But that leads right into this, okay? So here I am, early recovery, uh, the drugs and alcohol are gone, other habits still stuck around in my life for about a year, year and a half until... Uh, pornography addiction has left and has never come back a cigarette addiction left and has never come back and other thing you know we, we live in a way where there's usually a few different negative habits that we want to get rid of 
And they'll go, they'll go, but it takes some consistent prayer and work to get to that space. And then once God brings the freedom, then it's us stewarding our mental diet. Then it's us being aware of our thoughts and taking a thought captive that we don't want and dismissing it and giving it to God and filling our mind with the correct thoughts. Now think about this, okay? Think about this as we're talking about thinking. Hopefully this gets you to think. (laughs) That might have been too much. Listen, thoughts are like seeds, all right? The thought comes, you know, whether it is darkness trying to plant a thought in my thinking or light. God, the enemy, good, evil, call it what you will. Whatever that is trying to come with a thought, okay? I don't always have 100% control over the thought that comes, but I do have control over the thoughts that stay. All right? A thought is like a seed. It comes. All of a sudden, how many of us have been doing something? We're just, excuse me, we're just chatting. We're just driving. We're just whatever. And just a totally ridiculous, just nutty thought comes out of nowhere into my mind. I'm not going to take responsibility for it. I'm not going to take ownership of it. And I'm not going to feel guilty. And I'm not going to nothing. What I am going to do is I'm going to get rid of it because it's trying to come like a seed and it's trying to plant itself in my psyche, okay? And now me sitting and thinking about it for the next 20, 30 minutes, all of a sudden the next day I'm still thinking about it. All of a sudden two days has turned into a week. Now all of a sudden it's bearing fruit and I'm skeptical about so-and-so and I'm fearful about this and I'm telling this person that because five days prior the enemy came and planted a thought and I didn't do the work to uproot that seed or not even let it sprout and instead now it's bearing fruit five days later and I'm angry skeptical fearful worried all right so we back up to the moment when the seed was planted what do we do I'm glad you asked the thought comes. Let's let's paint the picture um, pertaining to recovery. Okay. Now, um, I work with people who struggle with a variety of addictions. Drug and alcohol is the main one, but I I work with people who struggle with a variety of addictions. Okay. I see it a lot as the same thing. Learning how to learning how to apply a lifestyle of living in a certain set of principles connected to God, and I'm applying the principles while in relationship with the prince, all right? The prince being the son of God, Jesus. Now, listen, the thought comes, okay? This thought is, um, you know, the enemy still tries with me. He still tries, he still comes and says like, man, wouldn't it be, you have enough money, wouldn't it be a good idea to just take a couple of days, just go off and just have a good time just for the weekend, all right? I mean, just for the weekend, take Monday off to recover and then on Tuesday get back to work some of you are like man over 10 years into recovery you're still yeah I still get he still tries okay I would be doing you a disservice right now if I were to lie to you and say and then there comes a time where you never struggle again mentally no he still tries all all the time but it's silly stupid and ridiculous I don't let the seed take root now oftentimes I just kind of laugh at it I'm like really still Really? Come on, guy. You're totally wasting your time, man. What? I mean, you're totally wasting your time and energy. You know, I pray. I do what it is I need to do to dismiss the thought. The thought comes. Me sitting and thinking about it all day is the equivalent of this. Entertaining it, 
thinking about it is the equivalent of this. The seed gets planted and then me entertaining it is me meditating on it. That's me watering the seed. That's me cultivating the dirt around it, making sure it's planted in a nice place where it can sprout up real good and then just sitting and pouring water on it all day. Whatever the thought is, good or bad. When I sit and dwell on it and mentally all day, my mind is my spiritual stomach and I sit and chew on that, it's going to be digested through my words and actions. When that seed comes and I don't dismiss it, disagree with it on the spot. The thought comes, boom, on the spot. That's definitely not you, God. I have a good father. I have a good father. He only speaks things that are going to sprout good fruit. And I'm going to agree with what it is that he says. And I know for a fact he doesn't say that. So I'm not agreeing with it. And now what am I doing? I'm pulling that seed up. I'm plucking it to the side. You might say, well, I wish it was that easy. Sometimes the thoughts just keep coming for an hour or something. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 that is true. That is true. But what it is I agree with, I grant permission. And what it is I tolerate will dominate. And so when the thought comes, it's, it's an immediate. Listen, is it worth it to pull over when you're driving for five minutes and pray to get rid of that thought? When if I don't address it, four or five days later, it could just be sprouting the beginning stages of destruction in my life. It's all about learning how to steward my mental reality, my heart. I'm stewarding this and I'm learning that I don't have 100% control over every thought that flies in my head and not every thought is my own, so I'm not going to take ownership of it. But I am the steward. I am the guard, so to speak, of my heart and my mind. And when those thoughts come, it's worth it to spend five or 10 minutes on the spot. You might say, well, I don't have time right now. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And that that's true. Absolutely. I, I get that. Sometimes I'm in the middle of something and I can't just drop everything and say, hey, excuse me, guys, I'm super spiritual. I need to go pray for a few minutes. I, I <laughs> it even sounded weird when I said it. I, I get that. And that's true. But we do have time sometime throughout the day to be aware of our thoughts and quiet ourselves and begin to address the thoughts that are trying to take root in our heart and dismiss them. Here's the practical when that comes, the thought comes. Verbally, it's really, really important that we say it verbally because our words have power. I've gone over that and I'll go over it again in a podcast soon. Our words have literal power that change the molecular structure of the world around us. Science has backed it up. The truth started in the word. The truth started with God. He declared that a long time ago. Science has backed it up. And it, it's not all some weird super, it, it's, it's facts. When we, the thought comes into our mind, what comes out of our mouth proves what it is we are in agreement with internally. And those words have power on them to change the molecular structure, to change the environment surrounding us. So when that thought comes, it is important that I begin to verbally pronounce, verbally declare and say, no, 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 no. That thought is not from you, God. I will not agree with it. And on the spot, pray, God, I just thank you that you don't speak that way. God, I just thank you that you are removing this and not letting this take root. And I just pray right now, God, that you would come and replace that lie with your truth and in the way that you think about this situation. And a continuing in prayer, quieting myself and allowing God, who's always has good intentions in mind to work in me mentally, remove that thought and stir his thoughts within me. And now all of a sudden, five days later, 
increase has entered my life and different fruit is sprouting from the seeds that I've allowed to be planted in my, in my psyche. But when the thought comes, what do I do? What is it I'm doing when that thought comes and tries to plant its seed deep, deep, deep in my heart? Am I agreeing with it? If it's good, I would, I would recommend we do agree with it. If it's not, then I would say, what is it that you're doing to get rid of it? Are you entertaining it for three or four days before you, you know, slap yourself out of it? Or am I saying on the spot, if I can, and if not, you know, before, the, before I go to sleep that night, addressing it, dismissing it, and replacing it with the way God sees the situation or the way God thinks about me or thinks about the situation. So, it's just, I started this by saying, if I could give you a tool that would guarantee that you would stay in recovery for the rest of your life and constantly live in a healthier recovery, would you want it? There's the tool. (laughs) Are you guarding and stewarding the reality of your heart? Are you aware of what you're thinking about? And are you addressing it on the spot? Definitely before the day is over, are you addressing it and disagreeing with that thought, not taking ownership of it and disagreeing with it and asking God to come and bring his way of thinking and his truth to take its place? Everything comes from the, our internal world. Everything. What am I thinking about? What am I dwelling on? What am I praying about? Right? When the thought comes, bing, the thought comes, everybody is getting sick. Gosh, I'm definitely going to be the next one to get it. I've just agreed with a reality that's trying to bring some sort of destruction into my life, be it a little sickness or a big one or whatever it is. I just agreed with it. And because I agreed with it, I gave it permission to stay there. And now it's staying there. So I'm continuing to think about it. So now I'm meditating on it and watering it and it will bear the fruit. It will bear that fruit. So now the thought comes. I'm aware of my mental reality and I'm saying, ah, I see what you're trying to do here, enemy. Yeah, it was a really good try. I'm honored that you would really try and waste your time to stop me because clearly if you're coming at me trying to stop me means I'm doing something really good. So thank you for confirming that I'm doing something well, but I'm not going to agree with that thought because it's not taking me anywhere I want to go. All right. You know, it's the equivalent of like sitting at a train station and thoughts are zipping past. Train. A thought is coming past. A train is coming past. A thought is coming past. The trains are going to come no matter what. Those trains are coming. I have a choice, though, as to which one I step on. Which train am I getting on? And the train that I get on is going to take me somewhere. Do I want to go where that train's taking me? Do I want to end up where that thought is taking me? And we just begin to agree with the thoughts that are taking us where we want to go. The thoughts that are taking us into a place of healthy living, freedom, connection to God, and increase in our life. So, yes, this tool does come with work. Daily work. But it's simple, simple, simple when we learn how to use it daily. And it's just a little bit of work on a daily basis instead of not being aware of it at all. You know, it's like if I didn't pay attention to my garden at all, didn't do anything to it at all, well, gosh, a month or two down the road, now I got to go pull dozens and dozens of weeds out of it. But when I just take a look at it for a few minutes a day, I just pluck a small one out here and there. And then it becomes simple and it becomes soil where goodness can constantly grow and increase. So... 
Are you aware of the thoughts coming in your mind? Are you taking ownership and responsibility for thoughts that are not yours and they're trying to lead you into a place you don't want to go? And are you taking ownership? And, and, and are you taking ownership of the good ones, meditating on them, watering them? And when the negative ones come, are you uprooting it and getting rid of it and asking God to replace it with a seed from Him, His perspective, His reality towards your life, your situations, and the people around you? You guys are awesome. We are all on this journey together. I've done it wrong many times. Too many times to remember for too many years. Still on a daily basis, I put these tools to work. Because I don't want to hop on a train that's going to take me to a destination I don't want to go to. I want to get on the train that's going to take me to where I do want to go to for myself, for my family. Excuse me, and for those around me. You guys are awesome. We will connect with you again very soon.